Welcome to the Innovation and in Government Show, sponsored by Kerasoft. Each month, we'll talk with industry experts who enable innovation and make government more responsive and secure by advancing key technologies. Now, here's your host, Jason Miller. My guest today is Kelsey Monahan, the lead for federal strategic programs and partnerships for cloud and edge at Dell Technologies. Kelsey, thanks so much for taking the time to join me. Jason, thanks for having me this morning. Let me set just a little bit of context for our discussion. Federal agencies are in year 12 of the cloud strategy. Back in December 2010 is when the Office of Management Budget launched its first cloud first strategy. And June will be actually the four year anniversary of the shift from cloud first to cloud smart. Over the last 12 plus years, agencies have made a lot of progress to take advantage of cloud services. Just for one example, the FedRAMP Cloud Security Authorization Program reached a milestone having more than 300 approved cloud services. Majority of them actually are in software as a service category, meaning agencies are moving toward a more advanced stage of cloud services where infrastructure is mostly in the cloud and now they're looking at applications and workloads. The challenge of course now is uh, how can agencies live in this multi-cloud environment? This is where agencies are actually integrating services from multiple cloud providers, public sector, private sector cloud to meet mission needs. Obviously there's challenges and opportunities in the multi-cloud architecture. These include, for instance, what GSA highlighted in a 2021 multi-cloud and hybrid cloud guide, agencies are in danger of creating what they call an ad hoc or patchwork architecture that may cause redundancies and impact data sharing and other mission goals. Now, at the same time, GSA says the multi-cloud approach also provides several benefits and opportunities for agencies from taking advantage of innovations in the market to better pricing, to improve resilience and service delivery to their customers. So with that context in place, let's jump into the discussion about multi-cloud and how can agencies avoid some of those common challenges and take advantage of the strengths and opportunities that a multi-cloud approach provides. Kelsey, I know I gave a lot of background there, but where are we today from your perspective? What are you seeing when it comes to cloud services? How have agencies really evolved over the last few years? Yeah, Jason, great question. You know, you hit a little bit on it. We've seen the industry, right? And really the federal government shift from a cloud first to cloud smart you know, focus over the last 10 years. And even more recently, we've seen this discussion around multi-cloud. Um, from a Dell standpoint, we look at multi-cloud and we approach it from what we call a by design point of view. Um, and really what we mean by that is exactly what you highlighted. Cloud is not something new to the federal space, but we are seeing that the definition of that continues to expand and where we're looking to really provide that cloud operating model is extending, um, not only in the public cloud space, right, in the infrastructure platform as a service space and on the SaaS offerings that are available today, um, but we're seeing that definition, right, and that use case really expand um, to the core and out to the edge. So that continuum of cloud is really expanding. And as we look at that, um, the need to have a by design approach to avoid some of those silos and improve that operational benefit is absolutely where we're seeing not only a focus of the federal government, but also of industry in that deep partnership. Let's jump into that idea of that by design approach. Let's first of all, I'll ask you to define that a little bit, and then we can talk about why agencies should need to consider it. Yeah, absolutely. When we talk about by design, I think it's it, First, very important to look at what we mean when we say multi-cloud. Um, when we look at multi-cloud, we look at public, dedicated, and edge-aligned deployments of a cloud operating model. Um, when we say we're looking at it by design, we're really talking about workload optimization and the ability to put the right workload in the right place across those three deployment models and really extend uh, that ability to provide cloud-native application portability and flexibility, and then to provide data layer consistency across that. 
when we talk about multi-cloud by design, we're really talking about an ability to govern, right, and provide workload flexibility across all those individual cloud deployments. Um, so that consistency is really the underpinning of that by design methodology. You mentioned the right workload in the right place. I think that's one challenge agencies have had over the last uh, 10, 12 years. Oh, we got to put everything in the cloud. Uh oh, that became really expensive to put that workload in the cloud. Maybe we need to put the a piece of it in the cloud, or maybe none of it in the cloud, or maybe we just need to do it differently. Is that where we are today that agencies are kind of getting that better understanding of what that design needs to look like? So they don't get this big bill because they had all this data that now sits there for you know 11 months out of the year, but they have that one busy month that it's great to have the cloud. Where are we with this idea of by design? Yeah, great question. I think when we look at the drivers that that we saw initially for cloud, we were really seeing a major push to time to value, right? And considerations around meeting that time to value by leveraging, you know, agile consumption of IT. Um, what we've seen in the industry over the past few years is really a lot of learnings that came from that shift. And some of those learnings have been that not only are we looking for time to value or operational efficiency in cloud deployments, but really that government and industry are looking to provide more levers or more options. Um, what we're really seeing is as the need to provide options in not only business and outcome flexibility, um, but that technical flexibility, that operational flexibility, and that cost flexibility. So what we're seeing in the cloud space is a shift, right, from just a focus on time to value or cost savings, um, and really kind of a rounding out of the options available in the industry today to provide those controls, right, and those levers in all four areas. So when we talk about workload optimization, or when we talk about by design, what we really mean is understanding those with our agency partners and bringing the best of bear from an industry perspective to place those workloads in either the public hosted or co-located, you know, cloud deployments or even the edge deployments, right, that would best fit that mission or that outcome based on those four levers. So that's that's really what we're seeing in a shift um, when we when we talk about, you know, cloud smart or cl multi-cloud by design is a recognition of all workloads aren't created equal. And there really are some efficiencies that can be driven not only through that understanding of what's driving a cloud discussion or a cloud transition, but also um, a real true partnership between industry and government and providing offerings that that give those four levers or that flexibility. It's it's fascinating today to talk about when, when cloud comes up and this idea of cost savings, no one, uh, I should admit, okay, I'll blanket and say many, many people don't talk about cost savings ever when it comes to cloud. It's always about better services. It's always about resilience. It's always about flexibility. And it's always now about data sharing. And if we can save money, great. But if we can't, and it just costs us equal or, or a little more for better services, it's an interesting how, how that really has shifted. I imagine when you talk to federal customers, you're hearing the same thing, that cost savings is nice, but not with their main focus. Yeah, we're, we're really hearing a mixture of both, right? Of course, first and foremost, within the federal space, you know, the mission is utmost importance, right? So we are continuing to see time to value and really time to insight being a driving factor around you know, just agile consumption of IT in general. Um, but what we're also seeing is that shift uh, out towards the edge to support that ask, right? And, and with that, like I mentioned, we're seeing industry really provide a lot of different um, cost efficiencies as those workloads, maybe in some cases, shift from these large aggregation models, right, to these dis distributed models, and then all the way out, right, to those multiple end 
edge and end point um, devices, right? We're really needing to have those insights and that faster time to value in some ways and in, in a way that we needed five years ago and in others in an entirely different fashion. Um, so we really are hearing both, um, but we're seeing more and more, right? Those analytics use cases and those time to value um, discussions continuing to drive cloud discussions, um, but, but in a slightly different fashion. And I think that that's a wonderful discussion and a wonderful format in which we're providing offerings um, to support the mission. We've talked a lot about multi-cloud, but that's a little different than multiple clouds. I know people are going to say, are you just playing semantics, Jason? You're, you're a journalist. You have your wordsmithing this year. But I think what's, it's important to maybe talk a little bit about when we talk about the multi-cloud approach versus the hybrid cloud approach versus the whatever other cloud approach that there are out there, maybe offer a little bit of definition about how you all look at multi-cloud and how it's different than the idea of utilizing multiple clouds. Yeah, what we've seen over the past few years, right, in this this shift towards a cloud first approach um, was really that a lot of our customers are, in fact, in multiple clouds. The challenge within that, and I think the distinction really comes from two places. Um, one, it comes from the portability of the workloads within those individual clouds. We've seen this creation of silos, right, within cloud environments. And those silos, right, really are being hindered um, from a few perspectives, but really one is around governance, right, and portability or that sharing of information in a cost-effective and operationally effective manner. Um, so when we say multiple cloud, we're really, you know, we're really talking about some of those silos and what we're starting to see in that shift to the edge is um, we don't want to see industry and the federal government right maintain those silos all the way out. We think that that hinders um, that time to value and that support of the mission. So when we look at multi-cloud, um, what we're really talking about is that portability of workloads. And we're really talking about consistent governance and management across those cloud deployments, right? both from a provider perspective, but also, like I said, across that continuum from edge to core to cloud. Um, so when we say multi-cloud and when we focus on that, we're talking about the portability of applications, right, consistency in the data layer, right, in the fabric and the connection strategy across these cloud environments. Um, and that really is an ecosystem approach. And that's something that, you know, Dell Technologies and our industry partners are maniacally focused on um, as we talk about true multi-cloud as opposed to those multiple cloud silos. It's almost part of this evolution that we've seen over the last decade plus is, okay, we need multiple clouds. Okay, we should not put everything in one basket, right? And then as agencies are kind of maturing, they're understanding, okay, we need some connections. If we create a silo in cloud X, and we start putting stuff in cloud Y, okay, what happens? It, it, it almost sounds like you're talking a little bit about a cloud broker environment or some sort of model. When you talk to your government customers, are, are they where are they with developing this model approach? We're starting to see some RFPs and solicitations around creating that cloud broker, but I'm not even sure that's what you're necessarily always talking about, but the governance models is, is always key. Yeah, um, I, I think there's a few points within it, right? When we look at the cloud landscape, again, Dell defines cloud as the agile consumption of IT, right? So really, truly as an operating model. So when we when we look at these discussions with our agency partners, um, we're looking at industry and what each provider really brings from a best of breed perspective. We believe it's not a public cloud or edge cloud or, or a co-location or public. It, it really is an and discussion. Um, and because of that, you know, 
we've partnered um, not only, you know, from a cloud native perspective around bringing those tool sets right across that continuum, but also from a data layer perspective, right, to provide that consistency. So that's one way that we're looking at approaching that with our customers. I think the second way is really looking at exactly what you said, the ability to be a broker of brokers, right, to really consolidate that experience and some of that operational efficiency, um, to look at the way the federal government procures and utilizes cloud today and provide, you know, our ability to be an industry partner and an industry consolidator in that effort. Um, with that consolidation comes, you know, not only industry expertise and that partnership around, you know, the operational benefits and the technical benefits, but really um, allowing us to be advisors, right, and true partners with our customers around that conversation, um, because we can be agnostic um, in that regard, and we can really support that operating model in a number of locations and through that ecosystem of partnerships. So we look at that from, like I mentioned earlier, right, that edge computing or that OT and IT edge through the telco space, right, to that core co-location environment, and then absolutely in our public cloud and hyperscaler relationships. Kelsey, you bring up the idea of buying cloud, how you use, utilize cloud, how agencies can pay for cloud. That can be a whole discussion we could have aside from, from this idea of multi-cloud. So uh, no matter how much I really want to talk about the acquisition side, we'll maybe hold off because we'll take a quick break and we come back. We'll, we'll talk more about where agencies are going and what should they need to keep in mind. You're listening to the discussion Innovation in Government sponsored by Kerasoft on Federal News Network. IT's role in delivering a modernized user experience, regardless of location, provides a competitive advantage. Providing a flexible, productive work experience while maintaining security helps attract and retain the best talent. Dell Technologies helps accelerate hybrid work, protects data and devices, and enables intelligent user experiences. Empower employees and IT to do their most productive and rewarding work from anywhere with Dell Technologies. Embrace the future of work at DellTechnologies.com federal. Welcome back. You're listening to the discussion Innovation in Government, sponsored by Kerasoft on Federal News Network. I'm your host, Jason Miller. My guest today is Kelsey Monahan, the lead for federal strategic programs and partnerships for Cloud and Edge at Dell Technologies. Now, Kelsey, before break, we talked a lot about what this multi-cloud approach is, how it works, why it's important. One of the things that, that you're I think we're starting to see across the federal sector is okay, where are the workloads today? Where should they be? Where can they be and what what's the future of those workloads in the cloud going to look like so let me start there there's was a movement i think in the mid 2010s where agencies started to pull workloads back from the cloud now they're rethinking that maybe a little bit and going okay is it in the most effective cloud setup where does it need to be what are some of those trends you're seeing about this idea of workloads and applications yeah, great, great question, right? And great kind of highlight of past experience or or past trends. Um, what we're really seeing and in our discussions with the federal agencies today, right, and then across industry is where a lot of workloads live today, they might ne not necessarily live in the next two years. Um, and I think a lot of that is really coming from the learnings that industry has had um, over their cloud journeys and through running and now understanding um, workloads within the public cloud, right? Or workloads that stayed on premise um, in a better capacity. So what we're really seeing is um, that in some cases there are repatriation of workloads, right? Or the movement of workloads from the public cloud back to on-premise or in many cases to colo or 
different hosted um, environments. Um, some of those are because, you know, they weren't necessarily entirely cloud ready. They weren't replatformed to really enhance and utilize the benefits that the public cloud providers, right, and those tool sets um, really provided to them day one, right? So to get those better cost and operational efficiencies, that we have seen some of that movement. Um, but in general, what we're seeing is that with those learnings and with industry continuing to partner amongst ourselves and listen to our customers, we're providing, like I said earlier, um, four levers, right, that maybe weren't initially available in those cloud conversations. We're providing more cost options, right, and cost models within the cloud discussion. Um, we're providing better operational options. Um, you know, kind of the who does what um, structure of cloud discussions has really changed um, to improve operational and technical um, capabilities. So what we're really seeing and what we're seeing in industry reports as well is that where workloads live today, uh, they might not live in that same fashion or management structure in the next two years. So we're, we're seeing this discussion around workload optimization and workload movement um, for better efficiencies, both from an application and a data layer perspective. How can agencies know whether the workload words today is good or can it be better? What are some of those factors that they should keep in mind? Yeah, a lot of what we look at is um, understanding if that workload today is really supporting the outcome, right, or the mission that the agency's after. So what we hear a lot about today is access to data, right, or collaboration experiences um, as different areas of the organization are using and using IT. Um, some of the challenges that we're hearing are absolutely around proximity, um, access and collaboration tool sets, but also around latency, right, and the time to value discussion. So some of those can be indicators around if a workload is really run in the best place. Um, others can be, you know, around the application itself. Um, is it legacy? Has it been replatformed? And is it running in an environment where it's taking advantage of um, the best capability um, that an agency is paying for? Um, so you really can look at both that operational and financial um, discussion, as well as that operational, right, and technical capability, right? Is a workload running in a place where it can utilize, you know, and really integrate with um, the necessary backend resources that it needs? And, and we're starting to see a lot of those things expose themselves. One thing that I hear a lot of agencies doing a lot of times when I talk to agency chief information officers is this idea of application modernization. And this gets back to, I think, the workload conversation. They're really trying to say, okay, what is our inventory today? which ones are ready to move to the cloud, which ones need a little bit of help, and which ones need a lot of help. When you talk to agency customers, where are they, generally speaking, in that discussion? Do they know what their inventory looks like? Do they know which ones are you know, bucket A, bucket B, bucket C? What are some of those trends around how they're understanding what their workloads are today and where they need to be, again, one to three to five years? Yeah, great question. We're still seeing those conversations ongoing. Um, I think, you know, initially a lot of people lifted and shifted workloads that maybe weren't as modernized as they could have been. Um, so a big part of Dell Technologies partnership is that app rationalization, right? That ability to rebuild, replatform, or refactor those apps um, if they do need to be modernized. Um, so that's absolutely a big part of, of our partnership today as we look at, you know, 
DevOps readiness as we look at CI/CD pipelines and as we overall look at those agile software development factories um, with our agency partners and, and with our integrator partners. Um, so that's huge, that's still a huge transition as opposed to just the migration discussion, right? Let's take it as it is and move it. That's a big part of the efficiencies um, that we're still seeing occur. Um, what we're also seeing occur is a recognition that some of these workloads are highly interdependent, right? So that the rationalization and, and the modernization of those apps aren't singular approaches, right? They really need to be done in, in, in bucketed fashions, or they need to be um, looked at from a from a current state perspective. So Dell has really been able to, in some ways, build that bridge, right? And we've been able to build that bridge by providing an option of, of what we call adjacency, right? So to take those interoperable workloads and those highly integrated workloads and still allow them to benefit from the cloud native components that they leverage today, but run them in a way that until they're fully modernized, um, they could sit in a hosted or co-located environment. So in a low latency um, location, you know, that really allows them, again, to have some of the efficiencies um, of how they are run and orchestrated today and what they need to interoperate, interoperate with um, through creating these peering environments. But also, like I said, be in a low latency connection to the applications or the data sets that do run in these public clouds. And there's a lot of efficiencies um, that we're seeing there. So we're seeing both of those go hand in hand. App rationalization is very crucial, but also um, really looking at those sovereign or dedicated deployments that might have legacy or heavy workloads and looking at how do we optimize that without having to force that kind of in a square peg round hole um, deployment. It's pretty amazing how far agencies have come and industry has come over the last decade around, okay, this legacy system is just, you just can't put it in the cloud or it doesn't make sense to the, the cost is too much, but we can still through APIs, through other different technologies, you mentioned obviously the peering environments have some of those benefits to say, okay, if we need to you know, move data upgrade uh, because we get a, 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 a spike in usage, we can take advantage of some of those cloud environments. Do you get those requests more and more? Because I think, you know, as we hear about agencies dealing with legacy debt, uh, they deal with technology challenges that, well, we'd love to move it. We don't have the money or yep. it's we really need to develop a new one. But while we're developing that new one, we got to still use the old one. How much of that conversation is happening versus you mentioned DevSecOps, CICD pipeline, all those uh, kind of good buzzwords that yeah. agencies are definitely getting into, but they're also a lot of that's for new or more modern applications. So they're, they're mm -hmm. finding there's that balance they're trying to achieve. Yeah, we, we are seeing a, a true adoption or continued adoption in hybrid multi-cloud. Um, so, so really, when we talk about, you know, the ability to support that, um, Dell's breadth in our portfolio is helping our customers throughout that transition, where it, whether it be in traditional, you know, three-tier deployments, um, whether it be in the strength of our computing portfolio, right, in that app rationalization or those partnerships, right, with the SaaS providers in the market today, um, or whether it be through leveraging, you know, advanced HCI, right, industry-leading HCI platforms that we bring to bear, or even further throughout that discussion, right? Like I said, in those DevOps-ready platforms and bringing consistency to that container as a service and that, that DevOps discussion, um, we can meet our customers where they're at in that journey and then help them, like I mentioned, bring that cloud-native uh, capability either to an adjacent deployment model or connected in a true hybrid fashion um, with all the major public cloud 
providers today. So I think that's that's a really um, important piece of what I say when I mean we're, we're kind of building that bridge um, as our customers continue to modernize. And our objective is not to leave any of those workloads behind in a whole scale shift, um, whether they, you know, whether they're moving towards the public cloud or rather they're moving, you know, from those aggregated or consolidated cloud deployments and those management models that provide that time to value out to the edge, right? So we're, we're really seeing that bi-directional partnership um, in both areas. And that's where our investment um, is going, right? Into those, those cloud native um, workloads, as well as that data layer, you know, or software defined um, data center discussion. Kelsey, I think you got the bumper sticker. Dell Technologies, leave no workload behind. <laughs> I, I guess I should call marketing about that, right? Exactly. Let's call marketing. After after we're done today, please, let's get through this. Yeah, uh, right. I want to just take a half a step back as well, because as we talk about workloads and agencies starting to make decisions about, okay, where does it go? What's best for it? Uh, are there some, you know, if you will, lessons learned, potholes that agencies stepped in that you've seen that you've helped them get out of? Are, are any use cases come to mind? Any examples you'd want to give that says, Hey, here's a, you know, we had one agency who had this problem and, and here's how they overcame it. I guess a little, let's go down the next level of, of what are some of those things to keep in mind as you're kind of deciding where the workloads go and whether or not you bring them on-prem or co-located or where? Yeah, I mean, I would say the biggest um, success factor that we're really seeing is this marrying of a top-down or a strategy-first approach um, parallel to that foundational approach, right? Or that, you know, we'll say that no workload left behind piece, right? Um, where we're seeing agencies really be successful is where they look at that strategy piece and that day, you know, day-to-day -day operations piece. And, and they're really having parallel conversations around where they are today and where they want to go. I know that sounds very simple, right? But when we look at that um, strategy approach and that foundational approach, both from a technology perspective and from a business outcome perspective at the same time with our customers, we're seeing far greater success um, than when those are, are siloed. Um, and, and we're seeing that, you know, really come to bear in, in some of our DOD discussions as we're looking at the ability of marrying a mission um, with that consolidated and that shared collaboration desire. Um, across that space today as we're looking at joint mission collaboration. Um, so we're really seeing um, the federal government, you know, lean into that. And, um, but also we're, we're seeing a strength and partnership um, in both the integrator space and the agency space around starting to have more open conversations, like I said, around the stack rank, if you will, of those four levers that I mentioned earlier, right? For a given workload or for a given mission, you know, what's driving those discussions? Is it the business outcome first and foremost? Is it a technical efficiency, right? That they know they need to drive an operational component, right? Or a financial um, change that needs to be made to make that mission or that project successful. So um, the biggest learnings or it, some of the biggest pitfalls have really been in um, the transparency of, of the stack rank of those four levers up front in a conversation or as soon as they become available, um, because those really can shift um, the way that not only an organization aligns, um, but the way that a solution gets built. Kelsey, you didn't bring it up, but I'll just I'll throw it out there. Mm -hmm. Really talking about putting the mission, the human, the, the user experience up front. I think that's the really what you're getting to is understanding what the user is going to use it for and what they want to use it for in three to five to seven years. And that helps you kind of decide where it makes sense and, and how it works. Well, we got we got about a minute left or less. So let me just ask you, we've talked a lot about multi-cloud. We've talked about the future of cloud. If you just want to leave the audience with one major takeaway from our conversation today, what would that be? I, I think in general, it's that we're seeing that expansion of cloud to edge. 
right? And what, what we're seeing in that is the necessity of industry and government to partner together to really build these strong ecosystems um, to make sure that those tool sets, right, and that consistency across that continuum really come to bear. Um, so, you know, we really uh, look forward to con these continued conversations, right? And, and we thank our industry partners, um, both from a technology perspective and our integrator partners, um, because again, we don't believe that any one provider can can solve this time to value in this cloud to edge continuum, but we do believe um, through those partnerships that Dell Technologies right has benefited from that broker of broker or that ecosystem approach. Um, so I thank you for the time today to be able to talk about it. All right, there's plenty more to talk about, I'm sure, but we are out of time. So let me thank my guest. Kelsey Monahan is the lead for federal strategic programs and partnerships for cloud and edge at Dell Technologies. Kelsey, thanks so much for taking the time. Thank you so much, Jason. I'm Jason Miller, and you've been listening to the discussion Innovation in Government, sponsored by Kerasoft on Federal News Network. For more on this discussion, visit federalnewsnetwork.com and search innovation. Thank you for listening to the Innovation in Government show, sponsored by Kerasoft on Federal News Network. The entire discussion can be found on demand at federalnewsnetwork.com, keyword innovation.